You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you're smiling. Hey you, bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly, crack a smile. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to today's show. For today's podcast, today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space. So you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo dot co. And a matter of fact, don't forget to go on ahead and tell them that Movie Loves Unite sent you. Hey, Tamika. Hey, what's going on? Hey, not too much. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How's my audio? Your audio is fine. How about mine? Okay. Uh, it's good. It's good. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Check. All right. <laughs> so, how's your week been? Um, about the same. You know, hamster wheel. <laughs> Speaking of hamsters, we're going to be talking a lot about hamsters. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But I just want to say thank you for wanting to do this review and everything. I do appreciate you being on the show with me. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you having me on your show. Oh, you're welcome anytime. You know that. (laughs) Thank you. And you're very welcome. So... Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast episode, we're actually going to be doing a review for the 1990 movie, which is is actually part of our 31 Days of Horror, and I have Tamika on the show with me. Say hello to everyone, Tamika. Hey. (laughs) Tamika in the house. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, (laughs) y'all. So... Let's see here. This is actually one of my favorite movies that I've seen since I was like when I was a kid. And also too, I remember my mom actually uh actually she winded up recording this on VHS for me. Wow. Yeah, old school right here. So and I remember feeling scared at the very first time when I saw this movie. Because of the fact with the makeup, the practical effects that they used was really good at the time. The effects was really good. And, you know, I love the opening scene where the grandmother is actually explaining to Luke about witches. 
and about how this girl that she knew that uh that she knew when she was as she was growing up she went into this witch's house and then this witch winds up killing her and then she winds up in the painting mm. what did you think about that um well i i did not see this movie as a kid I'm not sure what was going on at the time, <laughs> but I I just saw it for the first time. Like what was that last week? Week before last? Okay, so that was your first time actually seeing this film. Yes, I, so I was, probably okay. saw like glimpses of it, um, but I didn't pay too much attention to it. I've been hearing about it for years, but you okay. know, I finally completed the task. And I saw it. What did I think about it? It was pretty yes. good. I see what the hype is about. <laughs> so you actually get that 90s flavor to it. You actually understand the whole entire mytho- uh, mythology behind why we like it so much. Yes. And Jim Henson and all his magic. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> Same here, and I'm actually surprised that was actually a part of a Jim Henson company production, because it, well, not a, well. Don't forget, he also did Labyrinth. But besides that, it is a very dark take on witches. It's actually supposedly supposed to be for children, but at the same time, it's like, what age group can you actually put this in? <laughs> um, what like fifth? Fifth grade? I could probably yeah. see fifth graders not being too scared of this movie. No, well, high schoolers, you know, they're not afraid of anything, barely. <laughs> right, barely. Yeah, they have life figured out. <laughs> I don't think so. They yeah, think no, they have they life figured out. But it's fine. It's fine. I was, right. I was like that too. Um, <laughs> I was like that too as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I got it. I'm an adult now. Like, <laughs> I can do things. I'm, I can, I can vote. Things. Yeah, I'm 18. <laughs> I can vote. I know what to do with my life. Right. But what did you think of the grandmother telling the story? Um, with the little girl that she knew when she was growing up and everything. And then she went to the witch's house and the witch winds up killing her. Nobody has even found her body or anything like that. And as the years progressed, she also... the the girl in the painting also aged. Oh, I didn't notice that. You didn't? Okay. Well, in the very beginning, before it actually takes place in the hotel, there's that story. I don't know if you remember the story or not. Uh, yeah, I remember parts of the story because, you know, I had to sit my little self down to see the rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the grandmother winds up telling him about the witches, about what to look for and things like that, because she doesn't want what happened to that girl happened to Luke, but they could never find a body uh, from that girl at oh, all. No. Yeah, so get this. There was this painting in the house that belonged to the girl's parents, I believe, and as the years went on as she was uh, missing, she was also aging in that painting. And oh the fall. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. And then finally, the grandmother said, finally, I didn't see her in the painting anymore, which means that she died. Oh no. So, yeah. So I actually like that whole entire thing where 
you have a grandmother. You're not sure if she's actually telling a true story. You, she, you're thinking maybe she's just trying to give Luke a good little scary story to, you know, juice his imagination and stuff like that, just to scare him. But Luke actually believes that there are actually witches because she winds up telling him, look, there are witches out there. You have to look out for witches that can smell you, can see you, and everything else. But this movie's also sad at the very beginning because Luke actually loses his mother and father mm, in a car yeah. accident. Yeah, he does. And, Ugh. yeah. Talk about dark for something that you want your kids to actually watch. <laughs> yeah, all his books. That's Ronald, was it Ronald Dong? Yeah. The, all his books are dark. And I was reading up on that. They were like, um, you know, they were trying to figure out why are all his children's books so gloomy and dark because he did a series of unfortunate events as well, which is a Netflix series. Um, but I guess he he isn't afraid to let kids know that the world can be a dark and gloomy place. And uh, how to handle difficult situations early on. That's true, because everybody wants you to paint a fuzzy rainbow with uh, white fences and things like that. And this guy just does not, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. What you see is what you get. Mm. Yeah. So I actually like that about him. Yeah, maybe that, maybe kids that learn that way can grow up to be more mature and handle difficult situations more than we give kids credit for. Right. Hopefully they won't grow up and turn out to be like gloomy, dark little creatures. <laughs> Hopefully not. No. <laughs> Although I, I don't know if that's where I got my taste of horror movies from or anything Probably. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Probably, yeah. And my darkness but... of humor. Yeah, I do definitely have a dark I blame sense of humor. Cartoons for my humor, <laughs> and maybe the movies I grew up with. Same as well. Okay, but um, like I said, she winds up telling Luke too. From an ordinary woman, from a real witch, the witch has claws instead of fingernails, which they hide by wearing gloves. They are bald. They hide. By wearing a wi- by wearing wigs that give them rashes, they have square feet with no toes, which they hide by wearing plain shoes. Mm. Have a purple tinge in their purple in their pupils and have a powerful sense of smell, like I was mentioning, which they use to sniff out children. To which children stink of dog droppings. Olga mm. says. Mm. And this is actually something that I actually took from my notes because I figured this is actually something I want to actually describe to someone that might not have seen this movie. Yeah. Um, but I like the concept that they actually use the description of what the uh, how the witches actually sniff out the kids and also the stench that uh, they actually have on the... You know what I'm saying? I like how they actually describe the stench coming off the kids and their perspective. Because we never actually hear it from the witch's perspective on how a kid can actually smell to them. So I thought that was actually pretty neat. But, yeah. yeah, it's kind of mm. like it's a guide, you know, with um, 
this is far fetched, but um, it's like a manual. Like this is what to look out for, or with zombies, which has no relation to this. But no, <laughs> no, it's like a survival it's... guide for witches. Yes, good. Thank how you. to survive witches. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I can just see myself as a kid. Okay, Grandma, tell me more. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll make sure I watch out for this. But, yeah, I mean, it is very sad that Luke loses his parents, and then now he has to stay with his Grandma Hilga and everything. And, you know, it's been, what, I think a couple of months, and then all of a sudden there's this woman that comes up out of nowhere while he's in the treehouse. And she goes, hey, Come on down. I got some chocolate for you. Do you want some chocolate? And at that point, he actually sees her eyes glow. And she know, he knows what's up. He's got that survival witch's uh, guide in his head. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I guess the you say they wear normal shoes. I wonder if it's like, like an 11 wide or something. Eleven wide, like New Balance, (laughs) (laughs) like they're wearing New Balance. Yeah, you know what, Grandma? She's a witch. She's wearing New Balance. It's not Adidas. Have they have Doctor Shoes? Do they have high heels, or is it like a kitten heel? It's stuff you gotta think about. Right? Do they like to wear Versace, (laughs) or do they like to just wear plain clothes? Well, that's another thing too, John. Right. Like heels or yeah. what? Do they wear stockings? <laughs> what type of? But we're gonna get into that in a few oh, minutes. Okay. Thank you, thank you, John. Thank You're you. welcome. Yeah, we're gonna get into the whole, all that in a few minutes whenever they go to that seminar. Mm-hmm. Mm, if yeah, you remember, remember that. that. Um, oh yeah, it's in my head. Okay, Ugh. but the girl, the woman, just comes out there. I don't know. The kid is freaked out. I don't blame him. I would be freaked out if a total stranger came out there. And she goes, and he's yelling for his grandma for day of life. Of course, she can't really hear him or anything like that because she's inside the house. He's outside in the treehouse. And she goes, what about this? Do you want to see see a snake? All of a sudden, she just pulls out a snake out of the per- out of her purse. Yeah. And she goes, you don't like snakes. No. And he's still screaming for his grandma. Crazy. And then <laughs> and she's he's still screaming for his grandma. And she and then she turns around and says, She can't hear you. That made my skin crawl on that part. That is a nightmare to scream out and nobody can hear you. That's deep. Right? Yeah. It always makes you wonder if she did something to the grandmother to where she couldn't hear him, or her sense yeah, of hearing was off. I believe off. it. Yeah, I believe it. Because when, well, I'm jumping ahead, but it's a right. scene where he, the the witches discover he crashed their convention. Um, <laughs> Luke does, and he goes to his grandma, and she's asleep, and he's like, "Grandma, grandma, wake up! They're gonna get me!" And she's asleep. He's like, Grandma, and then the witches come in the room, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Grandma, wake your ass up. (laughs) But she was under a deep spell, so. Right, and plus she's also a diabetic, though, too. So, yeah, that's actually a good point. Oh, goodness. She had a little diabetic coma. That's why (laughs) she can't hear 
but she does come out of the house finally, and the woman walks off without the snake in her hand and everything because she's pissed off because she couldn't get Luke. And then the snake disappears out of thin air. Because Grandma, I saw a, I saw a witch. And that's when she said, really, what did she look like? Everything that you told me. And then she even had a snake. And then that's whenever it cuts to them. I think the grandma's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go on ahead and take him to a hotel <laughs> to get away. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, my grandson's seeing witches. I need to take him to a hotel to get away yeah. from them. Not a psychiatrist, but a hotel. Right. Awesome. <laughs> but, you know, uh, then it breaks into that, and then that's when we actually get the whole entire thing of the hotel. And it kind of actually reminds you a little bit of Stephen King's uh, The Shining a little bit, with the way the hotel looks in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But a little, uh, a little bit more um, livelier. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like it, true. It, it is looks like it was uh, shot somewhere near New Jersey or somewhere. That's true. In Colorado is where that oh, okay. film was actually. Well, yeah. Close enough. Okay. Not really, but yeah. <laughs> but at, at their seaside hotel, Luke meets and befriends uh, a boy named Bruno. And remember, uh, that's also too. Whenever he's like, he, Bruno's over there just pigging out at the yeah. snack tray. Goodness. And he, yeah, he's like, oh, these are the best. These raisins are the best at the very bottom. And he's just eating it and then puts it back. Ew, I know. Such a pig. He, I'll admit, Bruno is definitely a pig. Not only that, but. I understand this was the '90s, but he looked like he was dressed like the jan- like a janitor. That's like super, super, super pre-COVID because he was touching everything <laughs> and putting it in his mouth and touching more stuff. And he's like, "Oh, I don't like that," and he put it back. Right, <sighs> but did you even look at the clothes though? Did you look? And no, see? I didn't pay attention to his clothes. It looked like I mean it. He looked like he was a janitor. He had all the gray clothes like a janitor would wear. Oh, my God. But his parents were... <laughs> Rich. What? Yeah, okay. And he's dressing like a janitor. Right, which I don't under—I <laughs> don't understand the dress code. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because that was like... In the, you can definitely tell this is 1990s. But also, too, Mr. Bean is in this, is in this movie, though, too. Mr. Bean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Bean was like the um, hotel manager, right? Yeah, he was the hotel manager. And a matter of fact, when you see the Grand High Witch enter, you can definitely feel the presence of the fact that this woman is up to no good. But at the same time, you can definitely tell Mr. Bean is over there kissing her ass. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she walked in like the Grand Countess. You right, know, like, the whole, uh, like you said, the whole mood changed, but I guess for him, you can smell richness on her. Like, oh, she got money, she's rich. Right, you and know. we have to treat this woman with the utmost respect because she's the one who's paying the most in this hotel, aside from Bruno's parents. 
Yeah, that's but, how it is everywhere you go, though. Like, people right. treat you differently when they know you have money. But that's another story. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I actually like the hotel. I actually like the entrance of the Grand High Witch when she enters. Um, and she's also the most powerful witch in the world. Mm-hmm. As Of course, because it is the Grand High Witch. Then, of course, I like the chemistry between Luke and Bruno, even though they just met. You can tell that there's a bond there. There's that friendship there that I actually enjoyed. Because I remember actually going to a hotel at the Beacon Hotel up in New Hampshire. And I actually became friends with a couple of people that, you know, me and this one person winded up hitting it off pretty good. And him and I winded up hanging out during the time that I was there for a week. Oh, cool. So I actually got, I actually met people and, and stuff like that when I was younger and I made friendships that way. And so I actually understand from Luke's perspective where he actually met somebody his own age that he can actually hang out with. Huh. Oh. So you can actually tell that there's actually a chemistry there. What about you? Can you actually feel that, that there's a chemistry there or anything no, like that? Or do you really. feel like that I was... thought he was just, this weird kid that he ran into at the buffet <laughs> and he was like this dude is weird but he seems interesting but anyway I'm so going to go back a... to my grandma <laughs> right it's like bye Bruno bye Bruno <laughs> bye weirdo yeah I, I don't touch anything yeah don't touch me with your sticky fingers yeah I haven't had any um, friendships I've met <laughs> in the hotel. <laughs> I have, but you know. <laughs> I, as a kid. As a kid. As a kid, yeah. yeah. I, I've actually done that, though, like, because there was like an inside swimming pool and everything, champagne breakfast the next morning and champagne stuff like that. Wait a minute. How old are you at this point? <laughs> like, you have a champagne like nine. breakfast? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow, my grandfather. The drinking limit must have been lowered. We must be in Europe, (laughs) not New Hampshire, right? Yeah. Jeez. Well, I I just had coffee and uh, orange coffee. Oh my goodness, coffee at nine? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. But anyways. (laughs) Wow, John, you grew up fast, John. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I at least waited till I was ten. Oh, smoke my fake cigarette. Oh. I remember the candy cigarettes. Don't get me started. Yeah, I do. It was fun until I couldn't get any more smoke out. I was like, "Oh, you mean I have to eat this? Oh, this bubble gum tastes horrible. I need another cigarette." <laughs> Instead of a nicotine fit, you're having a sugar fit. Yeah, I kept buying the packs. I was like, "Oh, I ran out of my." fake cigarette. I need some more because I don't want to eat this candy. But you said, but like you said though, you didn't really feel the chemistry or anything with Bruno or anything. No, I just thought it was like those you know how in movies, well, I guess later on the characters become friends and I, I guess I just miss it. But in movies, when it's two kids that meet for the first time, I think like Oh, this here's this weird kid. Um, he's total opposite of me. 
okay, bye. Like, I right. don't really think much of it because I'm so focused on the main character. Right. I can understand that. And also, too, by the way, he does have some pet hamsters as well. And for some reason or another, he wants to get a... Huh? Was it a rat? No. Uh, Luke actually has, yeah, two pet hamsters. Okay. Because okay. remember, he tells his grandmother that he's going to go out and train them. I'm like, what? How do you... <laughs> I'm like, how do you train a hamster? <laughs> what do you do with a hamster? <laughs> he, he Apparently, he did a lot. Because <laughs> he was trying to get them to do a walk on a tightrope. Yep. Right? Yeah, he was trying to get them to walk on a tightrope. Then, of course, you know... His grandmother, he tells his grandmother, look, I'm going to go off and explore the hotel. I'm going to bring my pet hamsters with me so that way I can actually train my hamsters. And so she lets him off go wandering around. And I know I'm probably skipping a little bit, but basically there's not really much there other than the fact that uh, they, Mr. Bean finds out that he has hamsters and he ends up yelling at Luke for having hamsters in the room. And, of course, the grandmother winds up arguing with him that she saw mice inside the hotel room that are wor- way worse than uh, the hamsters that he has. And if she doesn't, if he, if he doesn't let him have the uh, hamsters in the room, that she was going to report him to the FDA, uh, FDA or the FCA or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So that's the only thing that actually happens. So, of course, she, he, reluctantly, he winds up letting him have his hamsters, and he goes off exploring. And then that's when he goes into this big, huge dining area. And that's when the witches come into play. Oh, goodness. I'm going to let you break down this one, this scene. Oh, boy. Oh, you mean when they went into their conference hall? Yep. And it was like a closed-door conference hall. So they went in there... And then Mr. Bean was like, anything else you ladies need? No, thank you. Then they shut the door. <laughs> and then the Grand Witch, which we find out later she was a Grand Witch. But anyway, she's walking on the front. She was like, ladies, you can reveal yourselves now. You know, so you see all these women like just taking off their wigs and their balls. And then they're taking their shoes off. And then their feet are like elongated. And and square, you know, right. like we mentioned. And the scene that still sticks with me, and I think it's iconic scene, is Angelica Houston as the Grand Witch. She takes her, her mask off, which is her face, and it is like the ugliest, grotesque witch i ever seen. Same <laughs> she here. She has like a hunchback. She has like the long, elongated, crooked nose, wrinkly skin warts one two pieces of hair sticking out on top of her head she still has her earrings on I don't understand <laughs> but it's fine maybe she just wants to be fabulous and ugly fabulous and ugly and she still it. had her lipstick on and her eyeshadow but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay and she was much taller did it seem like she was taller or well, I, I don't know. I know that doesn't matter, but it's like once you took her face off, for some reason, her, the rest of her skin came off too, like the neck, and you could see like her hunchback, 
I don't know. For some reason to me, she felt taller. Well, don't forget though. The grandmother did say that she would have like long fingernails and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. of course, to a kid, that would actually mean that she would actually be hovering over him, probably. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I could definitely see why, she, you know, she would actually be taller. Yeah. In a sense. And Angelica Houston was underneath all of that <laughs> makeup. <laughs> and I read somewhere where it was probably Wikipedia, but it's fine for this type of show to have quick facts. <laughs> um, uh, Wikipedia, she was saying just being in all that makeup and it was so hot and they had these bright lights over her in the scene and it was just a miserable, uncomfortable situation just to be in that that all that prosthetic that she had to be in. But I commend her. She gave a great performance. She did. She definitely did. Yeah. She definitely gave me the creeps as a kid. Yeah. You know. That's probably why I avoided this movie <laughs> <laughs> such a long time. And now here you are now having to review I, it. I, I saw it during the daytime so that helped. <laughs> that helped? Okay. I'm glad that yeah. helped. Yes it did. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, because usually they have witches now that are very pretty. We're going to get into the trailer review. <laughs> okay. Because I do want your thoughts on that, on the remake. Uh-huh, okay. But, you know, I thought that the prosthetics, I thought the practical effects worked really good for the 1990s. I thought it was very good. Not only that, but you can actually t- have a sense of danger with the, high, the Grand High Witch, especially when she introduces the formula to actually change these kids into mice and everything. And she goes, we're going to turn all these kids, we're going to get all the kids around the world and they're going to be gone. And one of the witches actually step out of turn and she said, how is that even possible? That's impossible. All of a sudden she goes, mm. excuse me, did you say something? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she goes, no, no, no. All of a sudden she just bursts out into flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Grand High Witch yeah, just she, zaps her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was a 1990s zap, too. Right. Which is actually surprising. Like purple cricket line that they drew in <laughs> to make it look magical. <laughs> yeah. And then you have all these explosives and, and like, glitter. <laughs> but <laughs> the, it worked. <laughs> it worked, though. It holds up. It definitely you know, does. Like, I don't want to get too into the new trailer, but I'm going to get into the new trailer a little bit. Okay. Just seeing the the CGI that they put in the remake for the witches versus just Jim Henson using his puppetry skills and the prosthetics that they had to use. I'm more inclined to the original because mm-hmm. it feels more real and authentic. Right. Like, I, I don't know. It it just seems like if you have uh, if you don't have that much money in a budget to make a movie. Uh, anyway, I, I'll come back to that thought. Okay. I had a I had a, a good thought and it just left. It's okay. 
<laughs> you know what? We're going to come back to it towards the end anyway, so we'll be good. All right, cool. Buzz me in. Okay. So, awesome. like I said, she bursts up into flames. She gets zapped. Then another person goes, oh, this is brilliant. Of course, one of the... <laughs> so, she's all excited and everything. So, at that point, they said, okay, bring the child in. Because at that point, the child has already eaten the candy bar that the mm. ingredients are actually in. The formula's actually in. And they bring him in, of course, as Bruno. Mm. And, of course. Yeah. And, because this woman promised me 30 bars of chocolate. I'm like, you are a dumbass. <laughs> you are such a damn dumbass. And all of a sudden, he winds up turning into a mouse. Mm-hmm. And there's this big, huge green gas that comes out. And his face it changes. Kind of reminds you of the kids from Willy Wonka. It does remind like, you. It does have a Willy Wonka feel. British kids. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my chocolate? You I promised me 50 bars of chocolate. And then all of a sudden, Son, I was waiting for Oompa Loompas to come out. Dramatically. Yeah. And then he became a fat rat. Right. Wow. And then finally he became the normal sized mouse. And mm. then after that happens, they said, okay, the Grand High Witch dismisses them, says, I'll see you back on the next seminar. And then, of course, you're thinking that everything's okay because Luke, of course, you know. Luke is still there, but he's he, you know, you have a sense of relaxation after they are starting to leave, and then all of a sudden, they smell another child. And it's yeah, Luke. and then he drops his mouse, and I was like, "Darn it, Luke! Can you just get your life together? <laughs> get your life together, jeez, gosh!" And then oh. I like the I like the fact that he did does outrun them, and then also too. I feel bad for the baby that the Grand High Witch pushes down the hill in the baby stroller. Oh, man, that was cruel. But, you know, she is a witch. Right. But in a children's movie, that is something that's actually dark and brutal. Uh... (laughs) You know? He said, you got to grow up sometime, kid. Right. So you might as well do it now. Push you down this hill. Yeah. See if you'll make it. And then, of course, Luke winds up, uh, you know, stopping the baby uh, carriage and everything. And he, he goes up to his grandma's room. And, of course, she's actually knocked out. And he's trying to wake her up and things like that. And she's not waking up. And we know hmm. at that point, the Grand High Witch did do something to her because she does have diabetes. Because, mm. remember, wow. Luke actually mentions the fact that she has diabetes when they're eating. Mhm. Yeah, he did. So he can't eat too much. Can't eat too much. So at that point, that's whenever she brings him back over the dining area, and she also turns Luke into a mouse. Mm-hmm. And then he crawls into this crawl space, <laughs> and then you see these other mice, and you're like, "Wait a minute! How many kids got turned into uh, mice?" Around <laughs> right, and then all of a sudden, he's yelling for Bruno, and he goes, "Oh, I'm down here." See, that's when they this that's when I knew that they were gonna be friends. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's when I knew. <laughs> I thought you would actually say, this is how I knew that they would just be temporary friends because they're in this situation. No, you know how you said it was a connection. Right. You know, your friends. Right. I was like, I didn't see it. I saw it when they both had turned into my... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then that's when re- Bruno's eating something that's actually dirty. He's still eating. Yeah. He didn't learn anything from his experience at all. No, he didn't. I, I, he didn't. And then he sneaks into the Grand High Witch's uh, room and tries to get the uh, potion. Wait, you you mentioned that he did go see his grandma. Yeah, right? he does go see his grandma. That's right. He does go see his grandma and goes, hey, grandma. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, my God, what happened to you? Oh, the Grand High Witch uh, turned me into a mouse. Uh-huh. And this is Bruno. And Bruno waves Hello. to her. <laughs> Hello. And then... <laughs> you got any food? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> it was a long trip up here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exhausted. I need some food. <laughs> Did my exercise for the day. And then Luke is like, I don't mind being a mouse. Mm. And everything, Grandma. I'm fine. Such a modest mouse. Hey, yo. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Governor. <laughs> I like that band, by the way. Anyway, all right, but <laughs> but yeah, I do feel like there is a some friendship there with Luke and Bruno, and then of course the grandmother's freaked out, and then they decide that they're going to try and take down the Grand High Witch. Yeah, the part that I was cringing on was okay. So Luke's grandma was trying to lower Luke down into the Grand High Witch's room. And he was on the tree. And then, of course, the witch's cat sees him and she's like pawing at him, trying to get him out of the tree <laughs> so she can eat him. I was like, oh, no. It's like, okay. Luke is gone. <laughs> right? It's like, practically, Grandma is practically giving uh, her grandson to the cat, if you actually think about it. Yeah, and then she had to use her um, what was that like a a mitten she was trying to to sew? Yeah, something that caught the cat's attention. And then finally, in order he... for Luke to get into the yeah witch's room, right? And then of course it does work. She winds up throwing some type of yarn or something. Yeah, yeah, and then he sees the witch's other mask because apparently she has other face masks that she wears. Right, <laughs> which is completely out. Yeah, yeah. It reminded yeah. me of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. You know how Mrs. Doubtfire or Robin Williams had the mask. Right, it does have that Mrs. Doubtfire look. <laughs> you know, it does have that yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire look, and that's something that I actually have to say that I really liked about it because there's different levels and different layers to the witch. To, to different witches and everything that I actually do appreciate. Yeah, yeah, I I, I do too. I well, I mentioned it before, but you know, Jim Henson was a genius, and I do miss him. Um, and just seeing his work in this movie with the the mice talking and moving around and the puppetry, 
is really magical. It definitely is. It gives you a sense of realization that maybe that this could actually really happen because how real the special effects actually are. Yeah. I mean, to me. Right. You know. Well, to me as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to me as well, also, you know, I do feel like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Then, of course, the thing that really made me on the edge of my seat was when uh, when you actually see Luke go down into the kitchen. Ooh, yes. And he actually has to try and put this bottle of potion into the soup. And Yeah, and then you see that there's a witch that is one of the chefs in the kitchen, too. And he's like, oh, they're everywhere. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> Can't go they're anywhere the without them. <laughs> They work in the hotel. They're in the kitchen. They're just everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, I like that whole entire concept that there is no hiding from these witches, that they're up to no good. And they can also cover it up like nothing even happened. Yeah. Yeah. That whole scene with him in the kitchen remind me of Ratatouille. You know, (laughs) have you seen that movie? Yeah, I've seen Ratatouille before. Okay. Yeah, because he was trying to... I forgot the 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 mouse name in Ratatouille. I forgot rat, it too. Whatever. But oh. he was trying to uh, fix the soup, and he was um, above one of the little shelves trying to put something in the soup. So that scene kind of reminded me of that movie. Okay. Yeah, it does kind of remind you of that, especially whenever he's on top of that little uh, spoon, and he tries to you know, tries not to fall off, fall into the soup himself. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's going to be dead, too. <laughs> yeah. And finally, he winds up balancing the spoon to where it doesn't fall, and the whole entire bottle goes into the soup. Mm. Unsanitary. <laughs> oh, Why yeah. There's all those bottles anyway. Right? But remember, though, Remember when Bruno, whenever the grandmother also brings Bruno to see his parents? Yes. The grandmother freaked out. Yeah, that was at the dinner scene. Yeah, she she freaked. Well, she tried to tell him before that something happened to your son and he is a mouse. And they was like, get out of here, crazy lady. Who (laughs) let you in here? What a crocker. You know. But stuff like that. You would think it's like, wait, my it's Bruno likes to eat. Why is my son not eating with us? Yeah. Well, they did let him go off and eat whatever. Yeah, and but it's, it's dinner. And time. when she came to him, when the grandma came to the the dad, she like it's about your son, and he's like, oh, what did he do this time? You know, I pay for the damages. I was like, how many times does Bruno get in trouble? That they just not paying attention. They just let him run <laughs> off and do whatever. Well, it's the and 90s. maybe that could be a um, a lesson too that Ronald, the uh, author of this story, <laughs> wanted to convey too that parents need to pay attention to their kids. True, that could be another thing. Because there's well. danger out there. Yeah. Like with witches, strangers. Yeah. 
that's what I got the concept of, like, at the very beginning, whenever the witch goes up to him. And you know how we were taught at a younger age, don't talk to strangers. Yeah. So that's what I got out of it. With the uh, very yeah. beginning. Yeah, and those witches were able to lure him into the conference. Because, like you said, oh, they promised me what, 80 pieces of chocolate or something. Right. And, of course, they get, he gets more than what he bargained for. But Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I still remember whenever Bruno does wind up talking to me. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. I don't mind being a mouse. I can just be in your cupboard, and I can just eat. Mm. Mm. Of course. Well, the dad seemed to take it better. He was like, oh, okay. You're a mouse. <laughs> yeah. This is financially feasible for us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to we, it's just be your mother and I. I don't have to do school yeah, no well, more. We don't have to buy you clothes. We don't we have to just be naked. <laughs> not only that, but we can also say that you died, so therefore I don't have to put you on my yeah. taxes. Yep. <laughs> Saving a lot of money. Right. Yep. <laughs> I'm horrible. I gotta leave my inheritance to you. But what did you think of the transformation of the witches turning into mice? The mice. That was just as traumatic as the unveiling of the Grand High Witch. I agree. Like, I was wondering how they were going to actually transform into the mice. What are they going to look like? Because they're already hideous as it is already. Yeah. On the Yeah, because then you start to see, like, the, you know, how they took their wigs off. Well, you start to see that in a different way. It's like the wigs sort of come off, and the, the mice ears start to protrude out their heads. And the nose started to elongate, and then there's that, <laughs> you know, funny stuff <laughs> that they killed. But also the the um, cook in the kitchen, the witch that turned into a, a, mouse. a mouse, she was running around. She's like, don't eat it. Don't eat it. It'll turn you into a mouse. Of course, the grand high witch smushed her with her foot. And just keeps eating her soup. she died. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, at that point, you know, she's already ugly. The Grand High Witch is also the ugliest witch inside the whole entire building. And then what she turned into is something exact ten times horrifying than what her true identity is. She was still the like the biggest creature. <laughs> she was. I mean, she she was like the size of a Shih Tzu. She yeah, was. She was I definitely as the size Shih of that Shih Tzu mouth. But even when she was a oh, mouse, she kind of reminds big. me of um, is it Rizzo? Who's that that rat that's always with Gonzo? Oh, I know who you're talking about. She was about that size. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, even as a regular mouse size, he was still she, she was still uh, huge. Yeah. And then uh, my favorite part is whenever she gets Mr. Bean, the grandmother gets Mr. Bean over there to kill it, kill her. Yeah, she like that. That mouse over there is, is especially infectious. Very infectious. <laughs> She's got COVID. Yeah, yeah, she got a super COVID killer. <laughs> she definitely isolated her. I'll tell you that. She did separate her. That... <laughs> she, she did quarantine her in this glass box. <laughs> in a bear jo- uh, like a uh, bear yeah. glass yeah so she did yeah, follow she the COVID her. rules 
She did. She did. Hell, pre, 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 super pre COVID. <laughs> this is a super COVID mouse. Killer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we know where the source came from. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. Terrible. So, okay. So finally, we get out of the hotel area. We're done with the hotel. And okay. now. We're back at the grandmother's house. Okay, good. And he's, get this, he had, actually had one of those Ghostbuster houses. Like I had when I was a kid. That he was sleeping in. Oh, like that. I thought it was like a doll house. No, that's actually a Ghostbuster's house. If you actually look at it. Oh, okay. Next time when, you, when, next time when you look at it, look at the inside of it and everything else. It's the Ghostbusters. Oh, sweet. Yeah, because he would. I find it weird that the kids are so comfortable being mice. They're like, it's okay. You know, I got a little bed in here. I'm fine. I'm fine, Grandma. <laughs> I and think she's like mourning the loss of a grandchild. <laughs> right. But at the same time, though, I think it's also them trying to calm their parents and grandmother down a little bit. Mm, I don't I'm trying know, to look at it. Like it's a little too comfortable. <laughs> True. It's like I never have to go to school again. <laughs> I think that's what they're thinking. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, we see Fe- the FedEx. That's what I'm going to call it because even though we didn't have FedEx, we had like UPS during that time. But it was like all of a sudden the FedEx driver comes and Lucas and his little gadgets and stuff like that that he makes, which I love. I love the gadgets in this movie. That he makes. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh. No. The little helicopter that he used to uh, come down the stairs to tell. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, I yes. love that. He, he actually trained himself. <laughs> he got in like he had a train too, right? That he was right. riding in. But I don't get it. Is... I seen that the kids were okay being mice. Right. He was riding his little train. My question <laughs> is this: Did he get his grandmother to build all that shit? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I'm sorry, but I, I <laughs> that's a lot of dedication right there. It's I like, guess as a kid, anything like that would be fun. He's like, I can, I can drive a car, and then he's like on his little racetrack set. <laughs> but oh, God. could you imagine the grandmother trying to build all this stuff that he wants him that wants her to build? Yeah, selfish little mouse. It's like, look, Grandma, I can't get around like I used to, so you're gonna have to build this. <laughs> I can't get around like I used to. <laughs> My AARP coming tomorrow, <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> You're gonna have to build this set for me. My bones. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my bones, Grandma. <laughs> I can just hear him going, I'm not building a single damn thing anymore. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But But she built it though. <laughs> yeah, she built it. That's what I'm assuming she did. She built it. Yeah. But yeah, she did. You know, she goes, what's this? Oh, it's the Grand High Witches, uh, money, and also of all the witches in America. Yeah, it's like a little book. Like an Black book. book yep. she have. Yeah, all the witches in America, because they're, he was like, okay, Grandma, new plan for our life. Me as a mouse, and you as my sidekick. 
the old woman, we're going to America so we can warn the children. And we're going to do it by using the witch's money. And he was hyped about it. She was like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she doesn't even question it. She makes little bridges and stuff like that out of the money. Yeah, because she's thinking, oh, we can use this to get a better life. No, he wants to go to America and do like a charity tour or a goodwill no. humanitarian tour where he got to save the American children. <laughs> like, screw them. Right. We need a house. <laughs> you see, I believe if it wasn't for Luke, I, I think if Luke got there sooner, there would not be any more Blair Witch. There wouldn't be a Blair Witch. <laughs> oh, you mean like the movie? Yeah. Oh, but anyways, that's just me just being stupid. Um, he could time travel. <laughs> he he seemed like he could build a little time machine and just travel forward. And uh, then you won't have Blair Witch. <laughs> but overall and everything, then we actually see another scene where uh, the witch is outside of the house, the one that the good... I would I would actually say she was probably a bad witch that turned good. Mm, well, you know, she was the um, grand high witch's assistant. Right. And she was always treating her like crap anyway. So I think this all kind of came to a head when she wasn't invited to the final dinner or whatever it was, whatever you see. Yeah, the charity dinner. Yeah, and she was like, you go upstairs and watch my stuff, slave. <laughs> That's how I interpret what she said. <laughs> Basically. I'll, I'll give you yeah. that. Stupid slave, go upstairs. <laughs> watch my stuff. Right. Yeah. So the... And I didn't, if, for when she, you know, when they had her, uh, when she was standing outside the house, Luke's house, I was like, man, they missed one. Luke, no, you missed <laughs> one. You know, I wanted to yell at Luke. He's like, oh my God, you missed one. Where's the potion? There's a witch right here. <laughs> then she used her powers for good. Right. So I'm glad that she actually used her powers for good. And of course, that's whenever he pops out of the uh, Ghostbusters house. Mm-hmm. In a true boy form, she gives him back his glasses. He tells her not to forget about Bruno, and then of course the movie ends. It's kind of like an Alice in Wonderland too, right? I could just but I could say that the whole eat me and drink me aspect. Yeah, I can definitely see a little bit of Alice in Wonderland in this. Mm. I can definitely see that. Yeah, and he's like, don't forget about Bruno. I was like, does Bruno even want you to change him? <laughs> because he was actually pretty does happy. Bruno parents even want you to change him? Right, because they were about to save and some he... money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By switching to Geico. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which wasn't around. Then. No. But overall, for your first experience, did you enjoy this film? Yes, I did. Would you go back and watch it again, though? Uh, no time soon. Okay. But I did enjoy it. Okay. I'm glad that you enjoyed it for your first time. So, Thank you. you know, I haven't seen this film since I was a kid. So it was fun to go back and rewatch this again. How was it seeing it as an adult? 
I still have some creepiness with the witch, with the Grand High Witch and mm-hmm. everything. The, the effects still still stand out a little bit. It does need some improving, I'll admit. It does need some improving with the special effects. But overall, still a good movie, still a good storytelling. I still enjoy it. And yeah, my next question is this. What did you think of the new trailer? Um, well, now that I'm seeing the official trailer, it is like you said, it's like everybody hates Chris, but his parents died. Right. Because that's what it actually feels like, right? I mean, it took me by surprise because I was not even expecting it. I even said this in the trailer, of course, but I'll say it over here, too, in case you don't want to go to YouTube. But I said it feels like an episode, a Halloween episode of Everyone Hates Chris. And Chris has to live with his grandma now. And it's featuring yeah. Anne Hathaway as the guest star. Yeah, everything about it was wrong to me. But I'm assuming this is not for us. This is for this generation. Right. Right. That's what I'm assuming and as they well. They grew up with CGI. They didn't grow up too much with Jim Henson. No, they, it's all oversaturated. They probably like Jim Henson, who? And then I will smack him in the face. <laughs> but that's just me. Because their parents didn't teach them well. No, because it's kind of like Woody Harrelson from Zombieland. I never wanted to slap a kid so hard whenever he know, they didn't know who Bill Murray was. Uh, yeah, I, I remember somebody telling me one time that they were in a store and I think a kid was like, Mom, who's Michael Jackson? And he said, I wanted to smack the kid, <laughs> Mom. I was like, oh, what's wrong with these children? Well, get this. This one guy was wearing a Michael Jordan jersey inside uh, the building, right? Mm-hmm. And I think of McDonald's or something. And he goes, who's Michael Jordan? I'm like, <gasps> what? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, anyways, um... <laughs> Not to go off off topic, but I blame the parents. I blame the parents. Right, that's what I blame though too, because you have parents that will actually introduce them to their childhood movies and stuff like that, which I love when parents do try to incorporate their own memories from their childhood with their with the movies that they watch. Yeah, and if I have kids, I wouldn't want them out here looking dumb. Right, sounds like who's Michael Jackson? Like. Or who's the Ninja Turtles? Like, come here, son. Or who's Jim Henson? I'm like, come here. Yeah. We're going to go on YouTube. Yeah. Exactly. There is, there's no excuse. Right. There's no excuse. Exactly. No excuse for bad parenting with it. pop culture. Yeah. But. Right. My kid is going to have Gonzo somewhere in the crib <laughs> right next to <laughs> Michael Jackson's poster. <laughs> right next to yeah. a jersey of Michael <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Uh, 80s nursery. <laughs> 80s, 90s nursery. You're going to have Michael Jordan. This is put Dennis Rodman, though, oh on a God. poster because I might actually scare him. But <laughs> what's the theme of this nursery? 80s, 90s. Oh, man. And then put some Power Rangers in there. Yeah, too. some 98 Degrees posters oh, for the girls. And be it's so cluttered. <laughs> right. No, I don't go that far. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. But, street. anyways, Back um, street. but yeah, you can All definitely. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, you can definitely tell that this is more geared towards the newer generation of kids. You can definitely tell that it is going to be oversaturated a little bit with CGI. And I also don't like 
what they did with the Grand High Witch is uh, makeup and stuff like that when it came down to that. You can actually still use practical effects mixed in, mixed in with a little bit of CGI to actually get that horrifying teeth feeling because, get this, I was at a haunted house one, one year and and this one girl who was dressed as a nurse, she did the most fantastic job. It looked like a freaking mask. But she had the sharp teeth. She had everything. All this was just makeup and prosthetics. And it really felt, it really looked like it was real looking. And they could have done that with that, you know? Yeah. And mixed them with a little CGI. I I want them to get back to prosthetics, but I, I know maybe not all actors are comfortable wearing all that. So they have to kind of do more CGI for their comfort. That's true too, because they might not be able to wear allergic reactions and stuff like that. But but if Angelica Houston can wear it, they can wear. And it. you're trying to play Angelica Angelica Houston, and she almost died on the set, <laughs> and she's a trooper. Surely you can put on all that makeup. I'm curious to see how the reveal would be. Right, like the reveal of the Grand High Witch. I'm curious to see how that is. So so far, I haven't seen anything but Anne Hathaway balls. And I can't wait to actually see the revealing because I am going to watch this on HBO Max when it's released. Yeah, I watch it too. I'm going to watch it just. But to... I, see, this is going to sound wrong coming from me and as an African American. You don't have to have. You don't have to blackify everything. Like, <laughs> they Octavia Spencer in here. I'm like, it could have been like a white kid in here, you know. Like, I understand, but, you know, we don't need to be in every movie. Well, here's the thing. That's an unpopular opinion. Right. But that's just my opinion. I understand. <laughs> but this is my thing, though. You can actually, that character of Luke and the grandmother can be told with any race. It doesn't matter. So okay. that's the way I Thank see you. it. So as long as they're not trying to do with what they did with Michael B. Jordan, which is actually oh. with the Human Torch, where they actually, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Where they actually try and change the origins of that character to benefit the actor. That's where I have a problem with. Mm-hmm. But considering the fact that they're not yeah. really changing any origin at all, she's just the grandmother and she's actually happens to be one, maybe a witch and stuff like that too, back in her past, which is also the same thing with the uh, OG uh, grandmother that we got in the 1990s. And also too, mm-hmm. Luke was white and Chris Rock's character happens to be black and everything. I, I don't mind that at all because I feel like their characters can be any okay. race and everything. Yeah, they also, were they German? I want to say they were English. It seems like it was English- I want to say maybe English. I mean, it doesn't matter, but yeah. But as long as they don't change the origin of their character to benefit the actor, that's where I have a problem with. What about you? Yeah. Okay. All right. I I guess so. (laughs) But do you, but you understand what I mean by benefiting the actor and everything? Change. Yes. Yes. Yes, John. Okay. I I just want to make sure. I want to make sure you have a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you. But <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun. <laughs> one plus one is three. Got it. Um, <laughs> maybe in dog years. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. 
totally. But yeah, I mean, I I didn't really feel like anything with this trailer mimic witches at all. No, it didn't. It it actually reminded me of Hotel Transylvania. Not sure why. <laughs> witches were coming wow. in. I was like, uh-uh. oh, I don't know why. Don't but know why. it's like a piece. I think it's because the way Anne Hathaway looked, she looked like um, Frankenstein's wife in Hotel Transylvania. That's true. I didn't think about that. Anyway, she's too young to be playing that role. Right. It's it's like a grand grand. I don't know, Grand Dame. Well, like you said, you uh, you we were both expecting maybe an actress that was a little bit more seasoned. Yeah, a little bit older, like Meryl Streep. But you know, I guess Meryl Streep's like I can't do everything, people, and I'm like, why not? She's still living. Like, <laughs> She would have been nominated for an. She, she would have been Street. nominated for an Oscar just because she's Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah, I just want her in everything, but that's just me. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. We're definitely going to have to do a review on this new remake. Yeah, and then like you said, Chris Rock narrates the film, which makes it more like everybody hates Chris. <laughs> It was like, you know what's real? Witches. (laughs) Right? You know how Chris Rock. Well, you know what, though? (laughs) Like, I remember pressing the play button and all of a sudden I hear Chris Rock's voice. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah. I had to look back at the thing and, like, oh, okay, so this is an actual trailer for witches. Yeah. So, is there anything else that. Not for you, (laughs) for the new generation. Right. And the CGI mice. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing I didn't understand. Why do you have to have CGI mice? They could just went on ahead I don't and know. use regular mice. Come on. It worked well in Mouse Hunt. Yeah. And uh, Jim Henson did it. but And not everybody can be Jim Henson. So. <laughs> but still... CGI for every little thing that you see? I just don't get it. I'm I'm sick of it. I think that's the thought I was coming back to earlier in the show. Um, The creativity sometimes to me feels um, a lot more richer from the 90s and the 80s than it does today. Right. It has a more original flavor to it. Yeah. And I, like I, I think I was saying, you don't have to like work with a lot. Um, I don't know how much witches cost <laughs> the original witches. Uh, hold on. I, uh, I believe I can actually get that information. Because I'm wondering if their budget wasn't that big. Like, if you have a small budget, does your creativity stretch more? Let's see. Well, if you get more money, your creativity will stretch more. And, but, you know, it's just... Well, I mean, like, thinking outside the box to be innovative. Okay. Like, we don't have much money. What else can we do? Well, let's see here. Make this look good. At the box office, it made $15.3 million, but it doesn't give me the um, actual m- money, because don't forget, this is also released in England. It was released in the United Kingdom on May 25th of 1990. 
and then released in on August 1990 on, on the 24th. So, I don't really mm. know. It doesn't really tell me... Um, oh, it actually performed poorly at the box office. And it actually has a cult yeah. falling over the years. So, this is actually one of those things where it's, where it's actually a cult classic. Hmm, okay. Probably was too dark for kids or a little too rough around the edges. <laughs> but yeah, for the kids <clears throat> then, or which would be us. Right. But, <laughs> but you know what, though? This is also the same problem that the movie uh, that Jen Henson did with, with, with uh, what's the name of that movie I'm thinking of from the 1980s? I said it earlier. Uh, oh, you say labyrinth? Yeah, labyrinth. Right? It was the same problem that they ran in with labyrinth. It was also received poorly, and it has a cult uh, following because of the fact that it was too dark for kids. Yeah, yeah. And what was the other one? Uh, crystal? Was it something with crystal? Yeah, I remember what you're talking. I remember the crystal one. But yeah, um, I remember the that the dark crystal, the dark, which is also yeah. a spinoff show off of Netflix. I got canceled. Oh no! Yeah, they got canceled about two months ago or a month or two ago. Oh man! So, oh okay. But overall, I think that this movie is really good. I wish that they didn't remake it, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, it's, it, yeah. I, I At first, I thought it was going to come out in the theater until I saw that it was going to be on HBO Max. Right. Originally, I think it was which, supposed to be out in theaters. Oh, it was one of those. I believe okay. it was, that was supposed to be out. if I'm not mistaken. But I remember when they were in talks about remaking this film, and all of a sudden they said, it's going to be on HBO Max. I'm like, well, that escalated quickly. Do you think it would have made money in the theater? To be honest with you, it came out? I really don't see it. I mean, Anne Hathaway is a great actress, but she's not really putting okay. butts inside the seats. Yeah, And I don't see kids glamoring to go see a movie about witches. <laughs> I don't know. I would actually see them yeah. more glamoring towards going to see a Hocus Pocus sequel versus seeing this movie. Because a lot more lightheartedness mm. compared to this. Yeah. I don't know what the kids like nowadays. <laughs> I don't know either. But I, I guess it's lots of CGI. And the and the people I know who are in their 20s they are older than me so I can't ask them what the kids like unless you ask the parents I don't want to talk to those okay people. we don't have to talk to them <laughs> alright so that's going to be it for the show and everything unless you have something else that you wanted to add to it no just I guess if everybody watches the remake let us know how it compares or upholds to the original, The Witches. I agree, because I do want to check it out. 
I do have zero expectations, so maybe if I have zero expectations, <laughs> don't zero. I mean, I'm that <laughs> point one <laughs> because I actually walked in to a movie one time where I had no expectations at all, and wound up being wowed by okay. it. And that okay. was uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Mm. And I winded up loving it. So if I walk in with that's low cool. expectations and I wind up loving it, that's that's going to be great on my part. Mm. Maybe I should have did Because <laughs> well, after the hundredth time he died, I was like, oh, he just did it right. <laughs> well, you see, <laughs> we're going to have to do this for Edge of Tomorrow review. But... <laughs> Okay. But what I liked about that was he was not playing a uh, macho guy. I'm going to take down these aliens. No. He was actually a wimp who winded up uh, transforming into a badass. That died a lot. Died a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. But yeah, we're going to talk about that later. Um, but anyways, guys. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not being... <laughs> All right, so <laughs> tomorrow night, a uh, buddy of mine and I are going to be doing a review on Adam Sandler's new movie, Who Be Halloween. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> what? Just you. Oh, and his name is Michael, Agil- uh, Michael, but we actually have a nickname for him called Dances with Pugs. Oh. Yeah, that's his nickname. Okay. Dances with pugs. So he has pugs. He loves pugs. Okay, why does he love pugs? Can you ask him that? I'll ask him tomorrow night. But okay, so you're welcome. I need to know these things. Okay, I'll tell him. Look, Tamika needs to know. <laughs> yes. Why do you like pugs, and why do you dance with them? Okay. So. But yeah, we're gonna be doing a Hoobie Halloween review for Adam Sandler's movie. And then Sunday, uh, Tamika might be back Sunday, depending on her schedule and everything with yeah. Radimus's wife and I and her are going to be doing a review on Hocus Pocus. Yay! Which is something that I'm really excited about. Hocus Pocus is one of my favorite yeah. movies from 1993. I remember going into going to see this movie in Boston. I'm not going to go and steal my own thunder. So that's just a little bit of a tip of the hat to what I'm going to be talking about on Sunday's show. But just a bunch of hocus. Pocus. Yeah, just a bunch of hocus pocus. That's all. <laughs> but uh, anyways, guys, if you guys want to go on ahead and do this, you guys can. If you guys can't do it, I totally understand. But you guys can actually donate towards the show. This is actually just to keep the lights on at Movie Lovers Unite. You guys can go on ahead, go to buymeacoffee.com slash movie lovers, and you guys can donate me a couple of cups of coffee, and it's to just go on ahead for me to get back to you guys so that way I can do digital movie giveaways. Also, too, guys, we also have a movie uh, we also have a website now called movieloversunite.com. You guys can go on ahead, get all your entertainment news there. Also, too, we also have a Facebook page, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. We also have a uh, Pinterest as well called Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. We also have an Instagram, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. Of course, you guys can follow me on all social media platforms and everything at John Gregorio 8 on Twitter and Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. And then, guys, you can actually follow me on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music Now, which is something that I'm really excited about that we're actually on Amazon Music. So go on ahead and check us out there. 
always, it's been a pleasure. Until next time, bye-bye.